I think that's it because now it looks like it's picking up your Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. So now that we're on, we hope we'll get it worked out next time. Here you go, Mike. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. We're on the second week. And really what the church is doing is biblical in trying to stir up the gift that is within you. And I'm sure last week uh, that y'all covered the, uh, the scripture that you need to cover dealing with uh, 1 Corinthians 14 uh, verses 1 through 3. So uh, somebody, um, why don't you go ahead, you're getting your Bible and we'll just let you read it here in just a second. Um, the... Uh, Talking about prophetic, you've heard this a lot of times. We've got all the spiritual gifts uh, that uh, by the Holy Spirit we have access to. And then uh, what are we going to do with those? I'll take this one. I'll take that one. I don't want these. Uh, you know, give me this gift, Lord, but I don't want the others. Uh, they embarrass people. You know, they'll embarrass me. I'll look like a fool and so on and so on. Well, this is one of those uh, we can find out in the 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians that is um, the one that we should pursue more than all the others. Outside of, and you know, I, I really, it doesn't really talk about uh, love, but it's all based on love. And some of us... Uh, have a tendency we're able to love better than other t people, I think, at times. And uh, some of that's the, maybe our background, uh, the way we were raised, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but this particular thing here, uh, this gift of prophecy, is real important. Go ahead, Marin. And just to remind us that, that the whole previous chapter is about love. It is about love. It, and it talks about how you don't do any of this stuff and don't even pursue any of these if love's not the underlying tone. And since, you know, chapters weren't really a part of the original text. You know, right. If you read the scripture before we looked at 14.1, it says, now faith, hope, and love. Yeah. The greatest and, of these is love. And then he says, pursue love. And that's what I want. Yeah, read those. earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. The one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to the people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. Okay, so it, it is for strengthening. It is for building up. It is for comforting. It's encouraging. You can use different words. You can see how it all fits in. It should be good things. And fact is, I will tell you, if you get into this much... If you do not have a word that is one of those three or fitting in that category, I would really step back from giving it. And that doesn't mean you can't give it, but I'd really pray into it. There are some things, uh, for instance, that could happen. Uh, for instance, let's just, um, let's say Rick back there, as I'm around him a lot, and I can hear him, uh, I don't know, I, Maybe I don't know if this is happening, but I can tell that he is speaking negative stuff over himself. You know, he's putting himself down. Maybe in his thought patterns, maybe the Lord shows me that. And this is also a directive, and I would not use directives much. But let's just say I know that's happening, and I'm close to him as a brother, and I know that's happening, and I get to a spot, and I said, look, you have been speaking these negative things, and the Lord says to stop it. 
You see, I mean, that automatically he knows that it's happening. The directive is really an encouraging to switch directions. So it's not a real negative type thing, but it is borderline. One of, that type of negative is okay, but the, uh, when you get to something really negative, um, I just wouldn't even give it, I don't believe. You know, unless you'd really been doing it a long time, pursued um, uh, maybe the Lord a little deeper in it, maybe godly counsel and so on. Well, let's move on to this. And I'm going to talk about some things that I feel like uh, that keep people from pursuing or walking in this prophetic gift. Okay, and I'm going to go pretty quick through a lot of this so we can get into practical things a little later, okay? Give you examples and so on. All right, so um, you can write, by the way, this probably is not going with the handout. Those are really pretty good questions for you to ask. There is some blanks on the next page over that kind of uh, some specific things where you can uh, write in um, anything that comes to mind that we talk about in those areas. Okay. One thing, here's, here's I might be wrong. I don't want to give a word because it, it might not be the right word. Well, I'm going to tell you it's going to be wrong. At times, it's, we're human. It's going to be wrong. You've got to learn to... Uh, the first time you tried to ride a bicycle, you couldn't ride it. The only way you got better at it is you got on the bike and you kept doing it. You practiced things. And so you're going to get it wrong. Even if you've been doing it a long time, you're going to get it wrong. And so I would really, uh, where's that coming from? That's really coming for us trying to please man. What do we look for, like in front of men and not God? And it's coming from the enemy kind of t- trying to tell you, hey, you know, if you do, you know, if you do this, you're going to look. And that comes to the next one is we're going to look foolish. We're going to look stupid. If I am wrong, then I'm going to look stupid. And so I don't want to look stupid. And so as a result... We uh, we just don't go there. Uh, another one that happens um, is that, Lord, let somebody else do that. Uh, why me, Lord? I, this isn't for me. I mean, I don't... Why would they listen to me? What do I have to offer? And so as a result, we just step back from it and say, that's for somebody else. And then the last thing I'll tell you that uh, doing this at all, we're going to, over the next, and I'm sure you did some last week, we'll do some, some more to, today, uh, some just practicing doing it, some simple type prophetic exercises. And you're going to... Uh, it may be the only time you ever do this. I don't know. It may be other times that you've done it. What The church is trying to say, hey, we need more people to build up other people, to encourage other people, to comfort more of the believers, or even a non-believer. But to get to that spot, you've got to practice, practice, practice. It's just got to be something that becomes second nature, and it should be second nature to us. It's no different than when you say, you know, that we go to the Lord in prayer. And it says, you know, uh, we can say through prayer and supplications, you know, that 
maybe fasting that the Lord will hear our prayers and He's going to answer maybe our prayers. Maybe He doesn't answer the way we want them answered, uh, but we know we should pray without ceasing, don't we? And how do you do that? In this world we live in, how do you do it? Because it's, it's a fast-paced, chaotic, it's hard to do. So how do you do it? Well, you have to practice. It has to become second nature to you. It has to become thinking that you're, it's in the front of what, where you are. You know, if you go through a whole day, you get up in the morning, maybe you say a prayer. You go through the whole day and you didn't even think about praying for anybody. And then maybe you get home at night and then you say, well, I guess I better pray. It's not going to be the way the Lord designed it to be. You should be praying as you go through whatever you're doing, your daily walk. The same with prophetic. I'm just going to tell you that uh, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I would, I would, I would ask the Lord. I, I would take my wife. We'd go to eat lunch. I'd meet her for lunch most days. And I would always ask, Lord, what do you want us to eat today? That way, I, and it wasn't so much... You know, I was hoping that if I wanted Mexican food, he was going to give me a Mexican food place. But it was more, Lord, if I'm going to eat, let me be someplace that maybe needs somebody needs encouragement. Maybe it's the waiter. Maybe it's the waitress. Maybe it's somebody just walked in. Maybe it's somebody I, I knew. Maybe it would be one of y'all that was in that restaurant that day. Just figure out why. Instead of just me picking. Does that make sense? So it has to become a way of thinking as you go. Uh, you know, you're in Walmart. Uh, who went to school here in Abilene? We got, I know we've got, so okay, Joe, let's say you're in Walmart, and all of a sudden you see a guy that you went to college with that, you know, that you hadn't seen, that you used to be kind of close to, and you're thinking, you know, uh, if, you're, if you're walking right, you're sitting there thinking, okay, maybe, maybe, Lord, is there something I need to talk to him about? Do I need to just even stop and give him a time of day? Maybe that's all it is. But not just walk by situations. You see how practicing and doing those things becomes uh, very important. So you have to practice. Okay, now we're going to go to the next part is receiving a word from God. So I'm going to give you, this is kind of a mechanics of how this is supposed to work. And so I'm going to give you some, and I'm just going to tell you, do not put God in a box. The way he uses me is not going to be the way he uses you. It's not going to be the same. And, you know, there's people in here, if I probably ask, you know, about do you, do you dream a lot? Do you have dreams? How many of y'all have dreams? Let's just see. That you dream a pretty good bit. How many of you never have a dream? That's me. I, very, I mean, I know if I've had a dream that it's something, I, it just doesn't happen. You know, they say you dream all the time. I probably, maybe I am. I don't really sleep that hard, but I just don't, dreams don't happen. Now, visions happen a whole lot, but dreams don't. So maybe he's using you dreams and I never get a dream. Maybe he can give you scriptures. He doesn't give me scriptures very often. That doesn't mean he doesn't. But don't put him in a box. And so the way he's going to use you is going to be different. But here's some things that I found that helped me. And the best place to do it, I'm going to tell you, is when you come to church. Because the Spirit of the Lord's here. It's way easier here than it is on the streets. So if the Spirit of the Lord's here, you have a better chance of getting it right. You know what I mean? 
And you also have a better chance of not looking foolish because the people you're speaking to understand. In this church, they're going to understand prophetic ministry. And so it's not going to be something that's foreign to them usually. So here's what I do. You know, I say, Lord, are you, do you have a word for somebody today? I'll do some of these. I, I, I was praying all last night for certain things. And so do, do you have a, a word for somebody? Let the Lord give what It may be just a simple something. It may begin to be a vision. I don't know how he does it with you, but he's giving you things. You don't know who it's for. You've got the word. I feel like that this is happening with somebody. And so then you just pray into it. Okay, Lord, I really feel like this is a word for somebody. Would you show me who it is when we get to church or when we get to wherever? That's one way. Does that make sense? The next way is to uh, ask the Lord specifically for a person. Lord, would you show me somebody today that needs a word? You don't know the word at all. Maybe it would have been, for instance, that I see somebody that's got a red-colored shirt. Maybe it's somebody with glasses. Maybe it's a lady with blonde hair. Maybe the Lord just says, they're going to be sitting on your right. You're going to feel it's going to be over here. I don't know what it'll be. I don't know how he's going to deal it with you. And it's not always going to be the same. But, in other words, now you've got a person, you don't know what the word is. So what do you do? You think, man, I don't want to look stupid. You know, so what do we do? I... I, I, I've got a person, I, I saw somebody with a cap on. You know, let's just say it didn't happen. But let's just say I saw somebody with a cap on. Well, he's the only person with a cap on. So I think, okay, I, I don't know what the word is. Uh, I'm not even sure who this is, let's say. And said, man, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the Lord's got something for you. He kind of showed me you earlier today to me or last night and I'm not sure what that is. Let's just pray a little bit, see what it is. And then just talk. Just talk. Now, that kind of looks foolish, doesn't it? Especially you might get over there and you just don't get it. Man, I don't know what happened. I just didn't get anything. I don't know what's happened here. Or you give them something. Okay, that's the second way that that could happen. Uh, Some things you need to know. Number one is it should match Scripture. Uh, That's the best way to know. Let's just say that I was over here again and I said, man, I don't know what's going on, but I, I think the Lord showed me that you and your wife are really been having trouble a long time. And I think the Lord is telling you that you should, you're probably just supposed to get a divorce and go to somebody else. Now, that doesn't match scripture. Now, that doesn't matter, but I would tell you that here's what I do if I'm giving a word to someone after I'm finished with the word, I would tell them, say, man, I don't know exactly what that means exactly. Maybe sometimes I do, but I don't know exactly. Let's say this time, I don't know what it means. Uh, but all I can tell you, you go home and ponder it. Think about it. Pray into it. See if it, it matches up. Make sure it matches. I'm going to tell you, it's usually going to fit into one of a couple of categories. Let's see if that's about the... Okay, we'll come back to this and we'll get a little more detail about what the word might look like. Um, What the word, we know it could be just a a word. Uh, Let's just say uh, 
It was as simple as that. The Lord showed me that, you know, I, I just want you, I don't know what you're going through, but the Lord wants you to know he's really proud of you. You're somebody special to him, and he likes hearing you. That, that's a simple word. Uh, it wasn't long. It could have been longer. Uh, does that need interpretation? No. In fact, is most of the words won't need interpretation. I'm just going to tell you for the most part. Now, visions and dreams are different, but just a word usually doesn't mean that. But so it's just a word. That's the way a, a prophetic uh, impartation to somebody could be. It could be a scripture. I don't, you know, you're reading a scripture. I know this happens to you. You're reading a scripture and all of a sudden this scripture seems to mean more. It looks more highlighted. It's, it's striking a chord deep down inside and you know it, it, maybe it's for you, maybe it's for some. And then all of a sudden you run across your buddy that you went to high school with that you hadn't seen. And so you come up and said, I don't know. Boy, the, the Lord's been highlighting this scripture for me today. And I, I want you to know that, you know, if you went to Romans 8, uh, 38, it would say that nothing can separate you from his love. Not a thing. And you can read all the things there. I'd encourage you to go read that because I think that scripture's for you. Now, obviously, that didn't need interpretation. It's just a scripture. Okay? The, uh, then we have a vision. A vision's something that happens when you're awake. Okay? Uh, that's the way the Lord speaks to me most of the time. Uh, it's, it's just something that happens. All of a sudden, it's like a picture show. And I will tell you that the picture show might be 30 seconds. But really, if we took a timetable of it, 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 it might be a 10-minute vision that I had, it, it would take me to tell you, okay? It just happens that way. In fact, is he might give you a portion of a vision. He might give Joe a little bit of something. I don't know what this is. But then he comes across something. He said, okay, Lord, I don't know. I know this is for somebody. So would you show me during the day or whenever it happens, and would you just quicken and give me the courage and boldness to... Speak this. Then you start the vision. All of a sudden, it starts becoming to life as you begin to talk about it. It comes to life. Uh, the others are a dream. We know dreams are happening at nighttime. I can tell you both for a vision and a dream, the weirder they are, they're probably from the Lord. Okay? If it's really strange, if there's really strange things happening in that dream or in that vision, it's probably from the Lord. Uh, you know, because... And especially other ways about words or scriptures or especially visions or dreams. If it is something you would have never thought of. I had one the other day for a lady and I took a long time but I had... Anyway, I was in the library. The public library. And I'm thinking, okay, this is from the Lord. I would never be in the library. <laughs> you see what I mean? I, I mean, I know quickly that, okay, this, this has to be from the Lord probably because I would not go to a library. And so when it's something that's way out of character for you or something, then I would, you know, I would really start paying attention. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the, uh, yeah, and sometimes it, it, I mean, they can be, they can be so strange. I mean, just really strange. But I'd really pay attention to those. And then uh, poetic words. That's another one. Uh, it, it would be a word. I'm hoping maybe later, maybe one will be that way. I'm going to give you all some demonstration. Maybe one will be that way. I don't know. But you'll notice the difference. I gave him a word a while ago, just a simple one. It could have been longer that the Lord may have wanted him to know. But this will be different. 
okay? It'll sound like scripture. And it could even be scriptural that you didn't know, coming from an Old Testament, you know, in the, in the Psalms or something. All right. A lot of times, if you're really working and operating in the prophetic, it will happen when you uh, pray for people. I know some of y'all are in here, you're in all, you know, the altar ministry. I would really start asking the Lord, Lord, would you start using me in prophetic stuff? And then as you're praying, the Lord shows you a, a kind of a little excerpt of a vision or a word or something. I don't know. And by the way, it could just be a simple word. You know, I... I don't know what it is, Bo, but I, the Lord wants you to know that uh, perseverance. I think that word's for you today, perseverance. And that's all you have. But a lot of times it'll happen when you're praying for someone. It's more apt to do it then because the Lord's closer into the situation, didn't he? You've tried to isolate everything. It's like anything else hearing for the Lord. You've got to kind of isolate. Now, the better you get at it, the more you can just do it as you're going through a fast-paced world. What you do with it is yours. You know, whether you're going to act on it is yours. The problem is people don't act. Um, I don't give a personal word much in public setting like, like this. Now, I will at times. If I, I, if I had a word like right now for somebody that I thought would might be a little personal that could touch really deep, uh, I would, I might already have it or know that, okay, the Lord's got something and I kind of know what it is, but I won't go there unless I get a release from the Lord to do it. Does that make sense? For instance, if I was sitting here and I was saying, telling Mike, let's say, Mike, I, don't, I, I know the Lord has showed me that you and your wife are having a really hard time right now. You know, that y'all are struggling, you're fighting a lot, and that uh, I just want you to know the enemy is the one that's into this deal. And uh, you've said things that you probably shouldn't say and you wish you hadn't said and she said things and they've cut... You see, this is pretty personal. You see what I mean? Now, I will tell you that I, I really like giving words not to an individual, but if their wife... And, and I know it's a good word for the husband to encourage him. Maybe he's having a hard time at work. I, I want the wife up there to hear. I like giving them in pairs where they've got somebody they can bounce things off of. Also, I will tell you, because of the technology we've got today, is that, uh, man, I would encourage you, if somebody's giving you a word, record it. Just record it. Go back through that. And uh, the, uh, then you can just, it's easier to ponder. You can listen to it. You can see what it is. Uh, I will tell you, when you do this a lot, it's amazing how many times I give a word and then somebody will come back in a week and say, man, when you said this and this, I can kind of remember. I think, I didn't say that at all. I didn't, I didn't even say that. Maybe I did say it. I, they heard it. It came across it. It wasn't even close to what I thought it was, but the Lord had interpreted it for them, as you were saying, and it cut down to the spot that they needed to speak to. What You know, the word that you get... Uh, let, me, let me tell you what a prophetic word does more, I think, than anything else. We go through life, and life's hard, and things come against us. And we begin to think the enemy convinces us we're isolated. The Lord doesn't care about us, uh, that we've made so many mess-ups that he's not going to uh, change the course of where we are. He's not going to change things for the better. And 
when you give a prophetic word to somebody and it's really right on, it tells them real quick that the Lord knows exactly what's going on. He knows that, you know, He hears your prayers. He hears and He feels the trials and tribulations. And you as a guy given the prophetic, you have no clue what it is really. But to them, automatically, it goes down to that spot to say, oh man, the Lord really does know what I'm struggling with. And it's a thing that kept, keeps us from how the enemy wants to isolate us all the time. And it keeps that from happening. Um, interpreting a word. Um, interpretation. Most words don't need an interpretation. I'm just going to tell you. When you're just given a word, most of the time it doesn't need one. If it does need one, the person that you gave it to is the one that's going to be able to interpret it better than you could anyway. You remember when I told you you gave a word and all of a sudden you didn't even remember it being that way? And that person, whatever it was, the Lord helped by the Spirit, they interpreted it the way the Lord wanted them to interpret that and go deep into that spot. But so they're the ones that can tell you what's going on quicker. Now, a lot of times I'll give a word to people and then I say, I don't know what that means, exactly what's going on, you know. But I, I can remember one time I, I was in a setting, it was a little bigger than this, but I give a word and I said, man, I don't know what's going on, but I can, it's almost like you're in chains. And all of a sudden you have been released from that and you are so free, but the Lord, there's so many options for you to pick that you're having a hard time and you're wanting to pick the right ones. And the Lord wants you to know that if you would just use Him to decide what to do next, that he won't steer you wrong, that he'll make sure you go in the right direction. And I said, man, I don't have a clue what that means. And the guy says, well, I know what it means. I got out of prison on Wednesday. So you see, you have no clue what it means, but he knew exactly what it meant, you know. And so you get to, uh, and I'm just going to tell you, the Lord will use you more than you can even imagine. Well, if you really give, perfect, you're going to think, man, that was right on. Um, if it does in, in interpretation, other words, if I get a word for somebody and I can tell it's a little confusing, I'll pray, Lord, what's the interpretation of this before I might give it? Other words, maybe, you remember I told you I might have a word before I came to church, let's just say, or maybe that morning, maybe it's just that morning, on a Monday morning, I'm looking for a place to give it. I, I know by now that I'm supposed to give it to somebody, and I'm looking, but I, and if it's confusing, I might have an interpretation or pray for the Lord to show me that. Uh, I'm going to tell you, words do these type of things that will really go. And you can say, usually a word will go to an area that they're praying intensely on. It's something their desire of their heart or desire that they're seeking from the Lord and they've been praying into that. Uh, the Again, they may have to ponder it in their heart because it's a little confusing. Does it match up with what they've been praying or what they've been thinking about? Or maybe a dream. A word could be something for them to watch for in the future. It could be something, uh, by the way, when it's that, we need to understand that his, his timetable is not our timetable. You know, I can tell you... I had forgotten about this. Right when I started doing this, some 25 years ago, I'm going to say, um, maybe 30, probably about 25, I, I just kind of fell into doing prophetic stuff. I, I did a lot of the other. 
I traveled and doing healing ministry and stuff like that a lot. And um, then I, I didn't really even know probably at the, the extent of that scripture we read a while ago of 1 Corinthians 14, 3. You know, to earnestly seek this one, 2 and 3. But anyway, I gave a, a word to my wife. I didn't even remember. And she had one of those, she was always overweight. And she struggled. You know, people with overweight, they're constantly, they're dieting, they're doing their exercising. We do this, we do that. And you know what usually happens? They fall back into the same things. Or maybe they lost weight and then they gain it back more. And then they lose and they gain more. And it's a roller coaster and they're constantly feeling bad about it. And I gave, my wife had been that way for a long time. And I just told her, I said, Brother, I don't know what's going to happen, but the Lord, one of these days, when you get ready, to, it's just going to happen. You're not, it, there's not going to be any dieting really to it. Uh, maybe your uh, uh, maybe your desires or something's going to change, but it's just going to start to happen. It's not going to happen like she's going to have to go on this special diet. Well, some uh, twenty, almost twenty-five years later, uh, I had forgotten about that completely, and it started to happen. And she said, "I don't know whether you remember. You remember when we you gave me that word." about that one of these days I'd be able to lose weight and it was just going to kind of happen? I said, the Lord's bringing it to pass and it's happening. And now she's probably lost, I don't know, 70 pounds, maybe 80 pounds, I don't know, a lot. Let's put it like that. Does she do anything? Not really. Uh, she, she worries about it more now, I think, her weight than she did before. Maybe that, I, don't, I can't even tell you why. I don't know how it worked. But see, the timetable... Uh, the, it's funny too with people that when, when you give them a word that's really right on and it's a really desire of their heart, it's funny how they stick that thing way down in their heart. And they carry it around with them a long time. And then when it becomes to happen, they remember back and it quickens. And so what I will do, you know, a lot of times with somebody and I'll say something, maybe uh, I'm, I'm giving a word that says, man, I, maybe like right now... You may not be making a lot of money and so on, but the Lord has given you a gift of giving. And one of these days when you, you're going to be making money and maybe able to give it away to people. And it's going to be one of those things, it's a great desire of your heart and it's going to happen. Well, it might be 10, 15, 20 years down the line, the guy's struggling the whole time and then all of a sudden, I don't know, you know, he starts making money and it remembers, it quickens. Starts to hit, man, okay, Lord, here it is. Here's my time. This is something from you. It's a gift. Does that make sense? Okay, uh, if you're the one getting a word, so what do we do with that? We've talked a little bit, I said record it if possible. Uh, ponder it in your heart to make sure it's matching up with what you, all those things we talked about. Uh, I'm going to tell you, don't just react to the word. If I was back here and I told boys, boys, I tell you, I... I think the Lord, he's got a different plan for you. You should be, um, I think you're supposed to change jobs. Well, don't go out and quit your job tomorrow. You know, well, I think I, you know, this, you see, don't react to things. Pray about it and then watch what happens. Let the Lord pray into it more. Well, Lord, if this is really what you want, then you're going to have to drop that right in my lap. Uh, it's okay to flee something. You know, maybe, uh, Maybe I tell Brian, Brian, I think, you, uh, I don't know what it is, but I, you, you've been in Abilene for a long time, but I feel like the Lord is wanting you to, you're supposed to go to Arizona. I've seen you in Arizona for some reason doing something. That doesn't mean a lot. See, I could think it's moving, and it could be that he's just going to open another business in Arizona. 
or he's going to do something in there. I don't know that. But the worst thing for him to do was just go home and tell his wife, well, we got to pack up. We're headed to Arizona. You know. So you don't just react to something. You think about it. But if it's something that kind of ponders, then, and you begin to think, you know, and another thing uh, that you need to, you know, we could, I, I could tell Bo, okay, Bo, I, I feel like the Lord, man, I see you in mission fields. I see you doing this a lot. And maybe he knows in his heart, he's thinking, man, that is not a desire. The only way this is going to happen, the Lord is going to have to do it because I don't want to leave this. I don't want to do that. You know, that's kind of where I am now. I mean, I, I've traveled all over the world in the last six months nearly. I'm fixing to go again Tuesday. I had no idea. I don't like it. I don't like planes. I don't like doing that. But I try to give the Lord, I, I come back to that. I say, Lord, you know, I don't really want to do this and I don't like that, you know, but if this is what you want and he'll come, he, he, he cuts down your excuses pretty quick. You know, it just, he just does. And, but if it's something you didn't want to do and you think, okay, and then if it falls right in your lap and somebody was to tell Bo a week later, hey, Bo, we're, we're going on a mission trip and I, I, you're supposed to go with us. I really feel like that. And he's like, man, that never crossed my mind. I haven't thought about it. I'd ever want to do that and I really don't want to do it, but how could this happen two times in one week? Then that's where you see it's different. You start thinking, okay, Lord, if this is really you, you know, I found out like, for instance, my daughter, when she started traveling and she had her own ministry and she'd travel around the world. And I remember her first mission trip, she came to me and uh, she said, Dad, I, I think I'm supposed to go uh, on this to this trip. And I'm thinking, I know they didn't, have, she didn't have any money. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to have to pay for it. That's my first thing. I'm thinking, well, this, I'm going to pay for this deal. And uh, I, that was like, let's just say it was like the day. Well, on Tuesday, she calls Dad, you're not going to believe what happened. I called my friend so-and-so and told her what I was going to do. And they said, well, we hadn't been able to go to church. And, you know, they were professional rodeos and rodeoers and they went all over and said, we've been wanting to give money someplace. How much is it going to cost? She gave them the number. It was about like 3000 bucks for the whole deal. And she said, oh, good. We'll just give you all the, you the money. We'd rather do that anyway. Well, but Tuesday, she said, man, I, my trip's paid for well, that's pretty much a confirmation that, you know, that from, it was more for me. It was more for me than it was for her. Do you understand? It was more for me than it was for her. Uh, and then the last thing I would tell you is somebody, if, if, if somebody gives you a good word, it doesn't hurt. I'm past this. It used to, and it really still does make me feel really good to know how the Lord really involved in people's lives. But it is good for you to give feedback to them and say, you remember that word you gave me? You remember that time that, uh, you know, it was right on. Sometimes right after, they'll say, you just can't believe how true this is. I'm so thankful, you know. And so if somebody gives you a good word, uh, then explain to them, say, man, this, that's really good. It's right on. You know, um, a couple of things I'm going to give you some examples of uh, that we go back to visions. I can remember this has been um, several um, years ago. They would bring me up here and uh, they would be having a praise and worship group. You know, uh, all the people that do all of that. And uh, they wanted people to give them prophetic words. And so I would come up and 
you know, pray over them. Not just prophetic words, but just pray over them and give prophetic words. Well, the night before, uh, not a dream, but the night before, as I'm laying there, the Lord gives me a vision. And He shows me this vision of this guy that's got cut off shorts. He wears a toboggan and he's, he's got Buddy Holly glasses. I mean, they're dark rimmed and, and so on. And I'm thinking, well, that's really strange to start with. And I'm fixing to go to a church deal the next. And the guy has a, kind of an older looking T-shirt on. And I'm thinking, okay. So I just kind of left it at that. You know, see, this time, see, he gives a person. And I knew where I was going. And I knew that person was supposed to show up at this particular gathering. Well, we get there and no person. Didn't look like that. I'm thinking, okay. I really didn't want to have to give a word to somebody that looked like that anyway. <laughs> Be honest, you know, I'm thinking, I, I don't want to do that. Uh, but then after we'd started for a long time, then somebody, here he comes, walking through that door. He's got a toboggan on, Buddy Holly glasses, and cut off shorts and an old T-shirt. I'm thinking, I knew for sure that this was the word. I didn't have a clue what the word was. But so then gave him the word. I will tell you that since then, he and I are really close. For him and his wife, I give them all the, I mean, they're calling and I'm going over and it, it just, it, it developed a relationship because the word was so true and so exact and it really changed where he was headed at that time in his life. Well, I had no clue, but I knew. You see how peculiar that is? That's a strange looking thing. I'm thinking, so I'm looking for this guy. I get those at church, I, I look for them. When I get them in the morning, I look for them during the day. I tell my wife what they, you know, if you see somebody like this, you, you point, if they're wearing some lime green colored blouse, you tell me, because the Lord showed me a, a gal in lime clean grub. And I said, you just, if you see one, tell me. So we'll look around. Sure enough, there's about four of them. But the Lord also showed me that, hey, it was a blonde headed gal, had hair about like this. It, it's surprised how specific and how exact it can get. I can't tell you. Uh, how it works for you. The other thing, um, well, here's another thing. Way back before we even, before you really even had this type of phone that you could do this with, or at least that I knew you could do it with, I was uh, coaching football uh, at Hardin Simmons. And I'd been given prophetic words, but for this particular time, uh, uh, Joe would remember who it, it was Jody uh, Barnhart. You remember Jody? All right, he was really involved in FCA, and I knew he was a Christian young man, and this, that, and the other. I didn't know what background he was. I just went and said, uh, Jordy, would, I think the Lord's got a word for you. Would you like me? But I said, the problem is, is he's told me that we're supposed to record it. That's the first time that ever happened. We're supposed to record this word. And I said, I don't even know what the word is. But would, would you be willing to come up to church? So I talked to Jacob Moore, and we went back in their little recording deal. I said, Jacob, I don't know what this is. And so... We got him. He said, oh, sure, I'd like that. I said, okay, that's fine. So anyway, so we came up here to church and gave the word. And then we got finished, and I'm sitting there talking to him. They said, Jacob's over there across. Uh, there's a window there or something, you know. And anyway, we get finished, and I said, well, I think that's it, you know. And Jacob comes out, and he said, well, no wonder you're supposed to record it. It's 27 minutes long. I said, oh, Okay. I mean, I knew it was kind of long, but I had no idea it was that long. Uh, but since then, he's told me many times, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but for a long time after that, and even years, as he would say, man, stuff is starting to come true. 
stuff, I'm still listening to that and paying attention and watching and things are starting to happen just like that, you know, whatever that was. So, you know, when it's a little out of character for something, I would say, okay, man, I'm supposed to do this, so let's just do it. And if you look foolish, you just look foolish, you know. Um, do we have any questions before we go on? Anybody got any questions? Something you'd like to ask? Rick won't ask. Well, first off, it's like I said earlier. Number one, let's just say let's just say he worked behind a counter. You know, selling stuff. Maybe he's I don't know. Pray in the morning, Lord. Would you highlight or would you quicken when somebody walks up that I just know it's just a little punch. It's maybe he gave something. Maybe it's a picture of the guy. Maybe it's somebody. You know, whatever it is. Would you give me some stuff so when, today that when he walks up that and I'd be bold enough to just speak, man, I don't know what's going on. But I, man, I'm so glad you came in here today. And the Lord just is so thankful that you love him the way you love him. Maybe it's that simple. But you pray into those situations and then you do it. The problem is it's doing it. It's no different than y'all are in here and I'm so proud of y'all. And I know the Lord is because you're wanting to press into the higher things of the Lord. You're wanting to make a difference for the kingdom of God. That's why you're here. But I want you to think how many guys are sitting down there? How many guys are sitting down there? They'll never move out of that pew. Now, it's our job to try to move them out of that. And that's what this, all this man academy was about. Came up with this way back. Another guy and I said, we need, to, we need to push guys into this. We need to get them to where they're not just sitting in a pew. Amen. And so there is... There is a, a, an office of being a prophet, our prophecies. I mean, there is that. There are people more gifted in certain areas. There's no doubt about that. I think here what this is really saying, if you'll pursue this, you might find out this is your gift. But it's one that the, the Lord, I mean, the enemy does not want you to know you got. Because it goes right down to the bottom, <laughs> cuts off the roots of, of what the enemy has established. And so he doesn't like it. Now, you know, it, it, like what Brand said, for a long time, and I didn't realize how bad it was because when I found the Lord and st stuff started happening to me and I'm traveling around doing healing and I, I tell my wife about, you know, this one healed and that one healed, miraculous things happening, this, that, and the other, and then getting into prophetic, you know, it was like, well, I don't have that. I can't do that. I, that's you. The Lord doesn't, you know, I can't. And so the enemy was using it against her and I didn't realize it for years that she was okay, she was encouraging, she was glad, but you know how women are, they don't always uh, really tell you their real feelings about things. And it took a long time to get past that. Uh, now then, she's operating in, in various, you know, uh, a lot of the gifts now. that She was shocked, you know, for a long time, like speaking in tongues. I don't know how long it was before she did. And she, she just thought there was something, that she was inferior. You see what I mean? She was inferior. She knew it happened. She knew me well enough to know that it happened, but she just felt inferior. The enemy did that. Mm -hmm. And he kept her on the back burner. So the, the gift you have, I don't know what it is, you know, in certain things. But I will tell you that every day you need to pray into this because it might only be that one day. It might be one a week. It might be that once a month type deal. It might not happen on a regular basis for you, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to be shocked at how well it works. I can remember years before we even start, before Sherry, this was years ago. I mean, I don't even know how many years ago. I was doing a, a deal on prophetic, teaching it. And so we're, like we're going to do here in a minute, we paired up. 
you know, and try to give a word to somebody. Well, so we have all, I don't know how many in there, there's a lot. When we get to the end, there's one little girl and me left to pair up. She's a young girl, can't be 25 years old. And I said, okay, you're going to be with me. Well, she said, she told me, she said, could I get with somebody else? I said, no, you're going to get with me, you know. And she said, oh, okay. Well, so anyway, we get there. I give her the, a prophetic word. And then she turns around and gives me a prophetic word. Uh, and here, here's the way she man, I just don't think this is, this is not going to work. This is not going to be what it's supposed to be. But this is what I've got. You know, she said, the Lord has you where you're supposed to be. And I don't know. She said, I see, I saw you living in a greenhouse. And the Lord's got you right where you're supposed to be in that house uh, where you are. And you, he has put you there and put you over certain things in that area. And um, he's really pleased that you're where you are. I said, okay, well, that sounded good. But it was even better because, see, I knew the interpretation of that. She's thinking in her mind, nobody has a greenhouse. You know what I'm saying? Nobody has a greenhouse. I didn't have a greenhouse. She said, do you have a greenhouse? I said, no. But I live right up above a huge greenhouse that's on 8384. That's Bonnie's greenhouse. I overlooked that the whole time. Every day I go out to deal, I look at it. And she said, oh. And I said, so now you see, it makes me feel good because I've thought about maybe am I where I'm supposed to be, Lord. You ask that a lot. And I said, so, you know, you see how it works? even though she didn't think she could do it at all. And it's surprising how exact it is because the Lord really likes using it. You just have to really pay attention. You have to pay attention to what's going on here. I, let's just get into that. Let's go ahead and, and do some of this. And I'll walk around. Uh, that's the way I work. Uh, you know, it's not any big spiritual thing. I can't even tell you how it works. I don't even know. Uh, I will tell you that... Uh, and sometimes you have a word, maybe you don't know who it's for, but you give it, and man, somebody jumps on it. I'm going to tell you, just because the word was given over here, if it's for you, you take it. You know what I'm saying? If it's a man, he's speaking right to me. No different than a sermon would be. You know, um, but I, I want to say that this, I mean, that's a good word. A lot of times I give it, I think, man, Lord, give me that kind of word. I want that one. But you see, that's a good word for everybody. 